0: This is Wise That, a news podcast with your hosts, Christian Rapallo and Reed Jacobson.
1: Ten people died in the Bronx last night due to a fire that killed ten people in the Bronx last night during a
0: fire. Hey, what's going on, guys? My name is Christian Rapallo. Hey, what's up, fuckers? It's Reed with the Wise That podcast. And this is the news that you probably fucking missed. I've got your fun fact of the day. Did you mm. know that banging your head against a wall for one hour burns 150 calories? That's it. That's
1: it. That's unfortunate. That's I a, was that's hoping a be more.
0: <laughs> that's a lot of calories for uh, <coughs> banging your head on the wall, my friend. I need more calories burnt. Yeah, well, mm. that's because we're both fucking fat asses yeah, who need to get to this the gym. quarantine
1: body is. <laughs> it's been rough.
0: Yeah, it's been rough. If you're like me out there, maybe put the beer down. Makes you fat. Made me fat. Yeah. What's our news for today, Christian?
1: Please stop yelling at me. No, I'm fucking amped today. I'm fucking amped, bro. Let's hear some news. I don't like when people yell. (laughs) Cinema Chain AMC Theaters is offering film lovers the chance to get back into the movies without fear of COVID-19 by renting out an
0: entire screen for rates starting at $99. What do, you, what? what do you mean? Huh? They're renting out the screen like for $99 just for me? Mm-hmm. Uh, that's kind of cool.
1: AMC announced the rentals available in every state except New York, Alaska, and Hawaii allow up to 20 people to attend a private screening in their own theater. So 20 people, not just you. Oh, The rates vary depending on the movie being shown, the location of the theater, and add-ons such as concessions, a microphone for speaking to the crowd. What? a microphone for speaking to the crowd, and extra time in the theater. Why would you need a microphone
0: to speak to the crowd?
1: You're not supposed to talk during the movie.
0: Yeah, well, the available, you want to be an inconsiderate fucking asshole, huh?
1: Yeah. <laughs> the available movies for the rentals include recent releases like Tenet and older films like Shrek. Shrek?
0: The greatest film that was ever created? Yeah, you could
1: pay $100 to go see Shrek in theaters. What a, what a time to be alive. We
0: have to go see Shrek in the theater for $99. I'm good. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I can go watch it on my fucking 60-inch TV.
1: Yeah. Uh, The chain has reopened about 500 of its 600 U.S. locations, but may have reduced capacity due to coronavirus guidelines.
0: Don't go see the movies. I
1: don't even know why. I don't even know how movie theaters are going to recover from this. They shouldn't. Who, the fu- who goes to a movie? I don't know. Going to the movies is kind of fun.
0: I've never enjoyed going to the movies. Well, you're it's expensive. Garbage. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it's expensive, Excuse but it's me, an buddy. experience. Especially when you go see a movie like... I don't know, I'll probably go see Dune what is that uh, movie? in the theater. But What's, that's because I'm a huge fan of Dunkirk. Dune. I'm a huge fan of the uh, Dune series. Dunkirk is cool. Yeah, yeah movies, movies like Dunkirk yeah. in the theaters.
1: Because the surround sound, you can't beat that at home. True. Unless you're like a millionaire. Yeah. And you can beat that
0: at home. Yeah, that's true. I don't know. I I mean, it just seems kind of like a waste of time and money to me when I could just wait until the movie comes out. Yeah. To watch it at home.
1: I don't know. I do miss seeing like horror movies in theaters. Like if I could have saw like The Conjuring 2 in theaters, because I never did. Yeah. Like a creepy movie.
0: Yeah, but the crowd kind of ruins it, because it's, and maybe it's just me, maybe I'm the asshole here, you are. but <laughs> it's like, I'll be watching a scary movie, it's creepy, and I'm like, oh, that's creepy, that's cool, you know, blah, 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 and then I hear somebody go, <gasps> and it immediately takes me out of it, and I'm irritated that they are scared, it's not that scary, stop being scared.
1: Hmm,
0: okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. In I animal news.
1: what he was saying.
0: i just go fuck myself. In animal news, animals keep evolving into crabs, which is somewhat disturbing. What? That's the title. We knew the long quarantine was making us all crabby. (laughs) (laughs) But this is extreme. (laughs) Got him. (laughs) Stupid, dude. People now feel fully betrayed by the long history of crabification of different species over time. That means groups of crustaceans have evolved into crabs in five completely different contexts, giving a rise to a meme that the long arc of history truly bends towards the crab. Boing Boing shares a 2017 paper about carcinization. Carcinization sounds like something about prison at first blush.
1: Crab noises. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just playing the ocean So you guys can get a feeling for what we're talking about Yeah, a
0: real immersive experim- experience here Yeah, this is some the ASMR uh, shit a, 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 Why is
1: that? I bet that sounds like garbage Yeah, it
0: probably sounds terrible oh, No, it's not clipping No? It sounds okay in the headphones Yeah Oh, now it's a little song, huh? Yeah <laughs>
1: You guys like this? Is this what you came here for?
0: Was this a stupid crab dance meme? <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, I have to get to the part. I can't stop it now. I'm already in.
0: Hell yeah. This shit fucking... This shit bang, I'll probably son.
1: cut this out.
0: Yeah, maybe. Might be funny. Maybe. This shit's a banger, dude. Fuck yeah, dude. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> Crustaceans. Crustaceans. Carsonization <laughs> sounds like something about... <laughs> <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> Can't get through the fucking article. <laughs> Carcinization sounds like something about prison at first blush, but on second look, you'll see it shares a root with carcinogen as well as cancer itself, both from the Greek root carcinos, meaning crab. Borodali coined the new word based on the established scientific usages. So how does carcinization happen? Well, the that part is pretty simplistic. Animals that live in similar habitats face obstacles that can... Shuttle them all towards the same evolutionary advantages. Brita- Britannica cites mm. the marsupials as a key example. Britannica, where, yeah. Huh? I, she hot? No, I think that's a. I think that's a place, not a person. Hmm. Despite having one critical difference from their placental counterparts in other parts of the world, the marsupial often corresponds very closely to these other animals. Hmm. Animals can evolve separately, but end up evolving towards other species too, or even spontaneously involve the same characteristics and characteristics in totally separate groups. Birds and bats can both fly using mechanical wings. Birds and mammals are both warm blooded. I can fly using mechanical wings. Yeah, I could too. It's called a plane. Yeah. It's called building them. Yeah. Just use your brain, stupid. Yeah but both evolved from groups that were not. That crabs have so densely but separately evolved the same form is highly unusual even in a world full of these examples of strong parallel and convergent evolution. The fact that a crab-like habitus did not evolve solely in true crabs, but also several times independently in the anomura makes this process ideal for evolutionary research, research, the researchers explain. Crabs are like Charles Darwin's isolated Galapagos Island groups, but they form spontaneously instead of being evolutionary fenced in. It is not just superficial shape that unifies the five evolved crab forms. The paper details neurological com- commonalities, shared circulatory systems and more, while also detailing the organ and systems that differ in shape and shot its shape and size. Mm. So yeah, basically around the world, crustaceans evolved into crabs, and they're all basically the same thing. Weird. We're all crabs.
1: Your phone's not on silent. Is it not? You just ruined the whole podcast. Yes, it is. I just felt it vibrate through the table. Well. You don't know. Die about it. (laughs) A helicopter pilot, a helicopter pilot (laughs) helping to fight. The Creek Fire in California snapped a photo of an unheard of scene. What was Dan the of Alpiner, scene? a pilot with the aircraft charter company Sky Aviation, said he was helping conduct water drops over the Creek Fire in Fresno when an owl flew in and th- flew in through the window and perched calmly inside his helicopter.
0: Hell yeah!
1: It's odd to have an owl enter an aircraft. Sky Aviation said in a Facebook post. It's, it's not that weird if of. you've
0: read the the Harry Potter books. Yeah, it's just. An owl coming to give you your Hogwarts acceptance letter, idiot.
1: Yeah. You're a wizard, aircraft flyer. (laughs) (laughs) It's unheard of to have it enter while the hello is in flight. It's an unexplainable and magical miracle for it to stay with you for several water drops and then leave just as it had arrived. Safe and unannounced. What is the owl's name from Harry Potter? I don't know. Like Becky or...
0: Were you going to say Dumbledore? Yeah, I was going to say
1: Dumbledore. <laughs> yeah,
0: that's its name. Dumbledore. His <laughs> name was like. Pl- Server Pluck. Snape.
1: Yeah, it was like Pluckist.
0: No, the owl was Ronald Weasley. Oh,
1: okay. Yeah. <laughs> I don't fucking know. Wasn't it like Gertrude? That sounds right. Let's go with Gertrude.
0: I barely remember the names of the main characters of that show. Harry Potter? Yeah. You're a wizard, Harry. Exactly. I'm a what? I'm a what? Wa- <laughs>
1: But yeah, so owl. Owl flew into a helicopter to hang out for a bit. Hell yeah. Just to, you know, take a little flight. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, he needed to he, he needed to get to where he was going. But he didn't want to fly no more. Yeah, his wings probably hurt. Yeah. Sounds like a freeloader to me. I'm getting sick and tired of reading all these stories about these damn animals just getting away with doing whatever the hell they want, man. Right. It was, oh. What I bet the it?
1: guy didn't even check to see if he had any mail either.
0: Right? guy' guy's stupid.
1: He probably had a Hogwarts acceptance letter, yeah. too.
0: Probably. Now you're not going to be a wizard.
1: He probably snapped the picture like, oh, ha, ha, look at this. And then as soon as his phone was off, he was like, get the fuck out of my helicopter, yo. <laughs>
0: <laughs> right? Grabbed it by the nape of the neck. Yeah. Get out of here. Yeah. <laughs> Knocks it out the window.
1: Yeah, as it spins its head like four times in a circle, like the p- poltergeist.
0: It just spins its head very quickly and it's a helicopter now.
1: Yeah, that's how they fly. Once they get to a certain elevation, that's how, that's how owls fly. They they stop using their wings and they just spin their heads really fast.
0: (laughs) Yeah, they just like pull out their, some uh, feathers and like create some rotors Mm -hmm. and just
1: (laughs) yeah. did Um, that always freak me out about owls though.
0: That they can turn their heads like that?
1: Yeah, you could be behind them and they can just like, you can make a noise and they can just turn and look at you.
0: With them big old eyes, <laughs> yeah. big predator eyes, dude. I hate- Especially when they frown. Frown? Yeah,
1: you've seen them frown, right? No. Yeah, their eyebrows like drop, like they're angry. Oh,
0: weird. I've never seen
1: that. I'm probably lying, but whatever. <laughs> I feel I mean, like granted, I've seen that, but it could just be my imagination.
0: Granted, I haven't had a lot of experience <laughs> with owls. Did you know that owls are like really stupid? Like, you know how they say that they're quite wise. Yeah. or whatever. It's like the urban legend about them. Owls are fucking stupid. Hmm. Yeah.
1: Unless they're from Harry Potter.
0: Yeah, well that's that's made up bullshit. No. This is the real world. Harry Potter's real. Owls are dumb as hell. You I'm know stupid. what's a really smart bird? Crows. Crows. If Crows you want to talk smart. about
1: Harry Potter, what what house do you think you'd be a part of?
0: I took the test. Um I, I, I took the Harry Potter test on their uh, main, like, whatever website mm-hmm. once. I was part of, I was a Hufflepuff. Oh, good. I don't remember what my, I think my Patronus was like a frog or something stupid. I'd probably like a be gecko.
1: on the dark side or whatever it is.
0: Yeah, a fucking edgy yeah, motherfucker. With, you know, <laughs> yeah, he's just sitting over there. Uh, with Darth
1: Vader and all them <laughs> in the Harry Potter world. <laughs>
0: Yeah, the Darth Vader equivalent in the Harry Potter world, whatever yeah. his name was. Yeah, the guy you know, with
1: no nose. Yeah, Dumbledore. Fucking, yeah, I'm pretty sure it was Dumbledore, like <laughs> Squilliam.
0: <laughs> uh, maybe we should get off of Harry Potter. Yeah, maybe.
1: Or we continue down this path. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, you know where you can read uh, Harry Potter? Do you know, Christian? I don't know. You know where you can read Harry Potter?
1: The library?
0: Yeah, the library. But why the fuck would you want to do that? When you can listen to it on Audible.
1: We have a sponsor, guys. We have a sponsor. We got our first sponsor. How cool is that?
0: It's Audible. It's Audible. I love it. Our first
1: sponsor is Audible.
0: I've never listened to the Harry Potter books on Audible, but I know they're on there. But you know what is on there that I really enjoy? Have you actually seen them on there? I'm it it's harry potter yeah, and it's amazon true. it's on there i don't have to look <laughs> yeah, it's that's on there true. but you know what is on there that you should read and it's my personal recommendation the dune series which is coming out a movie next year
1: yeah guys read that before you actually go watch the movie yeah
0: at least read the first book it's fantastic it's 21 hours it's not very long read it while you're on your drive to work and
1: guess what because you're listening to this right now, if you go to www.audibletrial.com forward slash why is that, you get a free 30-day trial.
0: Fantastic. You have no
1: excuse. You should know what's going on in that movie or you're a bad
0: person. Absolutely.
1: <laughs> All right. Well, that's, um, the sponsor, so. that's the only sponsor. That's the only sponsor. But Thanks, we're getting Audible. there.
0: Thanks, Audible. Thanks, listeners. We love you. A Missouri man Mm. lists frozen, discontinued Taco Bell tacos for sale at only $200.
1: Oh, that's it? That's it. What a steal.
0: Right? Among the many cascading travesties that have defined the year 2020, Taco Bell's inexplicable culling of many of its most popular items from its menu rates up there at, well, not very high, actually. But it is still a solid and unnecessary kick in the balls during an already awful year. The news broke back in January that America's favorite house of varying amalgamous amalgamations—taco bell. Oh, no, I don't know that word. Amalgamations, mm-hmm. like bad, like a soup of blech. bad. Yeah. Okay. Amalgamations of cheese, meat, sour cream, bean, and tortilla would be removing some of the more novel forms those five ingredients take from its menu in an effort to streamline operations while eliminating all of its potato options outright, which is stupid.
1: I know they got rid of the Mexican pizza, one of their more authentic dishes. Yeah,
0: the most authentic dish in uh, the Mexican culture, (laughs) the Mexican pizza. Uh Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I find if you have to put Mexican in front of it, it's not authentic Mexican food. Yeah. <laughs> if you have to say Mexican and then put the the next word, you're creating a goddamn abomination. Yeah. That's what you're doing. Because Mexican food is fantastic. I love it. We don't have very good Mexican food here. That's mm. why we should move to the south where they have really good Mexican food. God damn, it's good. Okay. But Mexican pizza is terrible. And I don't know why anybody <laughs> cared that it got off of the menu. People it lost was their minds. Yeah, because people are stupid. <laughs> Dude, the Mexican pizza was gross. <laughs> Among the casualties of the bloodbath are the grilled steak soft taco, loaded grillers, cheesy potato, beefy nachos. Oh, those were good. Those were good, actually. The seven-layer burrito, the quesarito, the Beefy Fritos Burrito, which I also kind of liked. The Spicy Tostada, Triple Layer Nachos. The Spicy Potato Soft Taco, Cheesy Fiesta Potatoes, Nacho Supreme, Chips and Dip, and the Mini Skillet Bowls. Chips and Dip? <clears throat> yeah, they had like, uh, just like chips and like, nacho cheese, I don't know. That's like the easiest thing on your menu and you're gonna take that off, <laughs> right? Right. The massacre even included the fast food chain's beloved Mexican pizza.
1: Most authentic dish they had. Gone.
0: <laughs> leading to an online petition to save the f- famed flat food stuff. You guys that, know
1: they did this as a publicity stunt, right? And you fell for it.
0: Yeah, you fell for it. That has garnered more than 100,000 signatures. Looks like 100,000 fucking idiots. <clears throat> In all, people took the news pretty hard. So, against this backdrop, we are excited to see that one local visionary had the forethought to secure and freeze three now-discontinued potato-soft tacos and list them for sale on Facebook Marketplace for the low, low price of only $200.
1: I bet they sold, too.
0: I guarantee it. According to the listing, the tacos are in, quote, mint condition, unquote, and were brought straight from the drive through to freezer. Quote, these babies are rare, the, re- the ad reads, never been eaten. Could you imagine if you would have gotten some Mexican pizzas? Right? <laughs> we reached out to the seller, Brian Hoban of O'Fallon, Missouri, oh, no. and learned that the entrepreneurial scheme is part of a larger frozen fast food business idea for which the potato soft tapos are simply a trial run. I've had this idea of investment sandwiches where, like, you'd buy a limited-offer sandwich in bulk, freeze it, and then sell it later for profit. Hoban explains. You know, like the McRib, McDonald's only offers it once a year, but the demand doesn't go away. So then when I heard Taco Bell was discontinuing this potato soft, I thought I'd be a good opportunity to test the idea before the McRib season. So far, things are going according to plan, Hoban says. He's already sold two of the frozen tacos. Wow. He explained that he couldn't find a buyer for the full set of three, but he was able to sell the two to individual buyers at a tidy profit. I sold them for $70 a piece.
1: You bought like a $3 burrito for $70? Right.
0: He says, I have recouped my investment. Yeah, you spent like six bucks. (laughs) I made money on this. You, okay, th- listen. This guy spent like six bucks, and he made a hundred and forty because he sold up two of them for seventy dollars a piece. So that's hundred and forty bucks. Cha-ching, man! Jesus, mm-hmm. yeah. Weird. <laughs> <laughs> I, it's unbelievable to me some people's desire for uh, fast food items.
1: Yeah, I don't get it, man.
0: Like I, I enjoy. I don't know.
1: I've been down there. I know. I know what it's like but you guys need to wake up and eat some fucking broccoli
0: and chicken eat, and rice. Yeah, eat
1: some spinach and kale. Yeah. Like you guys your body is craving vitamins and you're just feeding it grease. Yeah, you can't. Poison and dirt. You know, I guarantee mean guarantee there's I, dirt in fast food.
0: I have I have the occasional fast food meal, you know, based on my job I occasionally get the uh the free meal.
1: I'd be like, "Wow, thanks." and then I'd walk it to the trash.
0: Well, I'll eat it, but I
1: haven't had fast food in like almost two years,
0: man. I don't generally, if I like, if I get like Taco Bell or like McDonald's, I'll decline. But if I get something that's like really good, like when I got some cup bop the other day, Mm. I'll accept that. Because that's good shit.
1: That's tasty
0: stuff, man. You can get, like, healthy options, plus not that health- unhealthy of food. I mean, I'm mean, i pretty be-
1: sure if I ate, like, a McDouble from McDonald's, my heart would stop. Yeah. Or, like, a spicy chicken or a McBitchin. Have you guys ever had those? Yeah.
0: You guys remember? Remember?
1: Like McDoubles inside the... Yeah. Spi- or the spicy chicken inside the McDouble.
0: I'd probably have a heart attack. Do you remember when we eat those for lunch, uh-huh. like, every single day?
1: Yeah. Guinness World Records has announced the... The sale of a plastic crown wore, worn by the rapper Notorious Big during an iconic photo shoot set a new world record when it sold for almost $600,000. Excuse me, uh, did you just
0: call him Notorious Big? Yeah. Notorious B to the I to the G. Thank you. Don't ever disrespect my man again, son. Notorious Bigelow,
1: European Gigolo. <laughs> Hell yeah. But yeah, he sold his plastic crown for $600,000.
0: Jesus.
1: Yep, he wore the plastic crown in in 1997 during a King of New York photo shoot for Rap Pages magazine. A photo taken by Baron Claiborne during the shoot became one of the most famous images of the performer.
0: He didn't sell it. His estate sold it. True. He's been dead for a
1: long time. True.
0: Yeah, uh, man. Auction uh, House
1: predicted the crown would sell for 200000 to 300000 but it far expe- exceeded expectations when the world record by selling it for $594,750.
0: Holy shit. For a plastic crown? <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, for a plastic crown. It's not even a real... Cr- not even a real... Cr- no.
0: Holy shit.
1: Not even a real crown. <laughs> Fuck me. <laughs> yeah. Wow, that was... Some shit, <laughs> I don't know what, how can my mouth like locked, I couldn't speak, yeah, plastic crumb, you can go get those at Burger King,
0: yeah, no, you can't, yeah, those are paper, they're paper, stupid, <laughs> maybe you should learn your facts before you open your mouth, idiot, <laughs> I'm feeling mm-hmm. very aggressive this uh it's a very aggressive uh sort of energy I'm bringing to the table today, I thought it might uh be good energy for it's not i hate it oh okay (laughs) (laughs) emu captured after chasing people around florida neighborhood
1: oh man
0: (laughs) in good old jacksonville florida an emu was loose and on the run thursday afternoon near cassie road on the west side the jacksonville sheriff office confirmed one witness said the emu was chasing people around hammond and Cahoon. News 6 partner WJXT reports. The Florida Fish... Holy shit. The Florida Fish, huh? Yeah. The Florida Fish and Wildlife Conservation Commission was called. Animal control was also called to help wrangle the animal. News 4JX used Sky 4 to get a better view of the chase, and we were able to see what happens next. Crews were able to corral the large bird and use nets, moved it to... A waiting trailer around 1 p.m. Native to Australia, emus are the largest living bird after the ostrich. I don't want to hear
1: about Australia anymore.
0: (laughs) And can reach up to nearly 100 pounds and the height of almost 6 feet. God damn, that thing's almost as tall as I am. Hey, at least they didn't use that other weird measurement. Yeah, whatever that is. Yeah, whatever that was, I
1: can't even remember now. I know Um, it was
0: something really weird sounding. They used normal. Yeah. You know they used imperial, yeah. the only uh, measurement system that matters.
1: No, the only one that is existed.
0: Yeah, that's true.
1: The other one is just some made up bullshit. Yeah, some Doctor Sue shit.
0: <laughs> just some Mickey Mouse Funhouse yeah, shit.
1: Mickey Mouse Funhouse Doctor Sue's bullshit.
0: <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Sorry, I got distracted. Yeah, that was it. That oh, was the okay, end of the good.
1: article. Emus are cool. I don't eat emu.
0: You'd own an emu? Yeah, I'd buy one. That's a big animal. I'd eat it. Yeah. I'd try emu. I'd try hippo. I was watching uh, Burt Kreischer's new show hmm. on, uh, like, the first episode. Not a sponsor. Not a sponsor. But him and uh, Tom Segura eat a uh, eat an emu. Really? Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty cool. Yeah, he has it just like stuffed in a cooler, too. This is the whole bird. <laughs> Jesus. Damn it. <laughs> I was watching that shit. I was like, holy shit. I wonder, I bet you it's kind of good, but it's probably like sinewy because they're very uh, muscular animals. Wait,
1: so did that bird go to jail? No.
0: Did the emu go to jail? No. They just caught it in a net and probably put it in a farm. They didn't really say what they did with it, they just said they caught it.
1: They probably gave it to Burt Kreischer.
0: (laughs) Yeah, you're right. (laughs) Didn't (laughs) he grow up in Florida or something like that? I have no idea. Pretty sure.
1: A Kentucky sheriff's office said deputies responded to a Dollar General store to evict a wild bobcat found pursuing the toiletries aisle. Pursuing. Yeah, I said that right. Fuck off. The Floyd County Sheriff's Office said deputies responded alongside Kentucky State Police and Martin Police Department personnel when the bobcat was reported inside the Dollar General store in Floyd County. The emergency responders were able to safely capture this bobcat and remove him from the store. The Sheriff's Office shared a photo of the bobcat being captured in the toiletries aisle. The bobcat was released without injury, said Sheriff's Office. So they didn't put him in jail? No, they didn't put him in jail. It's like a kitten, dude. Like a little little kitten bobcat thing. Well, bobcats—the guy's very holding big. it with one arm.
0: <clears throat> bobcats aren't very big, dude. Oh, are they not? It's not a cougar. Yeah, bobcats are like this big. Really? Yeah, they're not very big. Hmm. They're like they're like a little bit bigger than a regular cat.
1: How much for, for a coat made of bobcat?
0: Probably a lot.
1: <laughs> I don't know, man. They're bigger than my dog. Bobcats are huge. What are you saying? This guy's carrying an iguana.
0: Yeah, they I I'm I'm saying that they're not like they're not like cougars. Right? Like they're big. They're bigger than like Yeah, they're That's big It's a big cat. They're bigger than like a regular house cat, but they're not the size of a cougar or something. Speaking of which, do you see that video of that guy who got chased by a cougar here in Utah? mm mm-hmm. Shit was crazy.
1: Yeah, but he was getting chased because he went near the the cougar's babies. Yeah. Well, so it was just basically telling them to get out get out of here.
0: Yeah. Hey, get out of here. Go on
1: get Go on, go on, get! That's what it was saying.
0: <laughs> As it was pouncing the ground and snarling Go at on, him. go on, get! You best get out of here, yeah. boy. <laughs> I ain't gonna tell you twice.
1: <laughs> you best be getting to stepping if you know what's good for you.
0: <laughs> well, a Canadian returns a stolen relic from Pompeii after 15 years of bad luck. Oof. The woman says she has battled breast cancer twice and her family has struggled financially since she stole the artifacts.
1: Yeah, that probably links up.
0: Yeah, probably. The Canadian woman returned ancient artifacts that she stole 15 years ago because they gave her bad juju. In 2005, a woman (laughs) identified as Nicole. I never
1: budgeted my money and I always smoked. Bad things are happening to me.
0: It's probably these artifacts I stole from Pompeii. (laughs) a woman identified as Nicole by Italian newspaper Il oh,
1: my favorite
0: <laughs> traveled to Pompeii in southern Italy, where she helped herself to two ancient white mosaic tiles, a piece of ceramic wall, and fragments of an amphora case. The relics are remnants from the ancient city that was buried under volcanic ash after Mount Vesuvius erupted in 79 AD. This year, Nicole returned the artifacts, along with an apology letter, to a travel agent in Pompeii. The agent then took the contents to local police. I was young and stupid. I wanted to have a piece of history that no one could have. Nicole, now 36, says in the letter. Yeah. Breast cancer twice at 36. That's a lot. Oh, yeah. She's only
1: 36.
0: (laughs) Probably got cursed. Yeah. Nicole has since blamed her heist on years of terrible bad luck. Including two battles with breast cancer, a double mastectomy, and her family's financial struggles. I think the double mastectomy and the breast cancer was the cause of your family's struggles financially. That's a lot of money. That's a lot of money. Well, wait, never mind. These aren't these aren't this Americans. Is Canada. This is Canada. This is, no, that was all free. That show was
1: free. She
0: volunteered for most of it. <laughs> right? They probably even gave her some free like plastic surgery to fix it. Probably not here. Dude, I actually like know a lot of people who just they when they get that done, they go get it like nipples tattooed back on. And they have to pay for that shit themselves. Really? Yeah,
1: yeah. That makes sense though. I feel like that would not look right though.
0: Well, yeah. I mean, obviously that's probably what they do in Canada too. I'm just saying that it's like you have to pay for it here. I bet you they let you, they pay you to do that shit in Canada. Maybe. She went on to say, We are good people and don't want to pass this curse on to my family or children, the letter says. Forgive me for the gesture made years ago. I've learned my lesson and I'm asking the forgiveness of the gods. <laughs> Nicole then writes, She plans to visit Italy soon so she can apologize in person. Don't. Please accept these fa- artifacts so that you do the right thing for the mistake I made. I am so sorry. One day I will return to your beautiful country to apologize in person.
1: They don't want to see you.
0: <laughs> right? So, yeah.
1: Stole some artifacts, got some bad luck.
0: Yep. 15 years of bad luck. Don't go stealing artifacts from uh, ancient cities.
1: That ain't even bad, man. I've been alive for 26 years and every year has been bad luck. That's okay. That's crazy, though.
0: Yeah. It's probably
1: because she stole the artifact.
0: Yeah, most likely. She's probably cursed. Yeah.
1: Yeah in some uh, mask mask news
0: mask news like uh, covid-19 yeah, mask like news covid-19
1: mask news okay go a for a US it. company is offering fans of breakfast meats the chance to enjoy the scent of sizzling pork anytime they want with a bacon scented
0: face mask ew This just sounds gross
1: hormel said the black label breathable bacon mask uses the latest in bacon smell technology to give the wearer of th- the wearer the experience of smelling bacon anytime they don't the COVID-19 protection accessory. Bacon fans can register to win a bacon-scented mask until October 28 at breathablebacon.com. Hormel Black Label Breathable Bacon is a bacon-scented for an irresistibly breathable, heavenly aroma that you can keep all to yourself, the website states.
0: This price smells terrible.
1: Hormel said the company will donate one meal to Feeding America for every contest entry up to $10,000. Have you ever smelled fake bacon? Yeah, it smells terrible. Or eaten, like, bacon jam or something like that, like something with artificial bacon in it? You
0: know it's the worst thing that I ever had in my life? Huh. Was I vaped uh, bacon-flavored vape juice. I wanted to throw up. Hmm. Shit was nasty, dude. Yeah, I could see that.
1: Yeah, anything artificial bacon. Like, imagine getting like a bacon candle.
0: Ugh, gross. Bacon candle. Yeah. Yeah, look, I like bacon as much as the next guy, man, but we don't have to make it a cultural phenomenon, huh? Like, it's not that good. Like, yeah. You know what's a good breakfast? You know what's a really tasty breakfast that's pretty good for you? Hmm. Just make some, like, savory, savory flavored uh, rice pudding with some nice, like, fried eggs on it, or however you like your eggs, with some hot sauce and some, like, chili powder. That's a great breakfast. It's good for you. And, you know, it's it's better than bacon. Bacon's not that good. Like, it's good, but it's not that good.
1: Well, yeah, and bacon is, like,
0: unbelievably bad for you. Yeah, it's horrible for you. It's made of all the worst parts of the pig. Like, pork's not good for you, fellas. Stop eating pork. It's not good. (laughs) It's so bad for you. Yep, it really is. Tanker searched for drugs since August. What? Tanker searched for drugs since August. Nothing found, but search will go on. Product tanker Star Balboa is stuck at Port of Spain, Anchorage. Trinidad and Tobago since August 29th. Tanker was detained shortly after arrival on a drug trafficking suspicion, says local news outlet Newsday Trinidad and Tobago. Local law enforcement tipped off by the USDA is searching the tanker for drugs ever since. Nothing's been found and in bitter disappointment, but still hoping for, quote, happy end, unquote demanded cargo tanks to be emptied of their cargo to continue search. To enliven bleak existence of the crew, authorities found nearly all of them to be positive tested. A team of lawyers representing the tanker owner and crew are trying to stop this insanity and release the tanker, while owners demand compensation of $11,700 U.S. daily starting September 2nd. The DEA, meanwhile, said they're ready to intervene and assist local anti-drug counterparts in their search. Hmm. So, basically, sorry if that sounded a little weird, it was a translated uh, article. Oh, really? Yeah, so, it sounds a little weird. But, basically, this tanker got stopped for uh, suspected drug trafficking. It's been searched since August, and... Nothing's been turned up, but they're going to continue ser- searching it. Why do they think it's that one if there's nothing in there? Because they're probably really bored. Tuh. Probably got nothing to do. Hmm. But yeah, the crew all tested positive for uh, COVID-19 and they're stuck there. <laughs> it's like, that sucks, dude. That's
1: really weird, man. That's unfortunate.
0: Yeah, well, that's unfortunate. Sucks, to, that. suck. Yeah, it sucks to suck. Yeah, sucks to suck. Should have taken a different path. Get good.
1: Parents named daughter after internet provider to get free Wi-Fi for 18 years. A Swiss couple named their baby daughter Twyfia after an internet startup company called TwiFi. <laughs> they won themselves 18 years of free Wi-Fi internet. Yeah. The, c- the young couple responded to a Facebook ad from TwiFi, a Swiss internet provider, which dared parents to name their, their newborn Twyfus if it was a boy. Or Twyfia if it was a girl, in exchange for 18 years of free internet. Parents aged 30 and 35 ultimately decided that Twyfia wasn't that bad of a name. and thought of getting free internet for 18 years and putting that money into a savings account for their daughter was appealing. Minds- They're not going to do that. Right. They're not going to put that money in savings. They forgot all about it by the time you're six.
0: Yeah. It reminds me of when... Uh- Bethesda did that thing uh, for when Skyrim was released that if you name your kid Dovakin and it's born on 111111 11, 11, that they would uh, mm. give you like free Bethesda games for life and some f- crazy fuckers did it. <laughs> that kid's gotta be born and live with the name Dovakin for the rest of his life. You fucked up. It's better than Twyfea. Yeah, but, I mean, that's, like, a a Swedish name. I I don't know how, like, weird that is for them in their language. Yeah. Could be super, like, not that weird, but, like, (laughs) regardless, both of those names are terrible. You should never do that to your children. Yeah. Like, I get it. Be a little unique, you know? That's fine, you know? But, come on. Within bounds. There needs to be some rules. You can't just be, you know, willy-nilly buck wild about it.
1: Yeah. I guess that's true. I mean, there was this one lady who like named her kid like... It was something like Marijuana Dorito or something like that. Yeah. Um, yeah. I saw that. Like, and I don't know if it's true. Probably not. But if yeah. it is, that's pretty funny.
0: Because I know at least here in America you can basically name your kid whatever you want. There's not a lot of names that are uh, illegal. Yeah. Uh, But, come on. Even like names like michele and shit like that don't don't do it you're just ruining your kid's life
1: (laughs) yeah that's true
0: to finish us off i've got more animal news these bears have a job and it's destroying coolers (laughs) the ursine inhabitants of the grizzly and wolf discovery center test dozens of containers eat containers each year to see if they're worthy of bear proof certification when I was 23, I spent a summer working as a counselor in an overnight camp for the 8- to 12-year-olds years 12 year olds, near the central mountain near Ganesi, Colorado, after a stern talking to about what might happen if anyone went to bed with a snack in their sleeping bags. Bears, people! We'd zip the kids into their tents for the night, lock up the cabin containing our kitchen, and try to catch a few hours of sleep. One morning around 5.30, after a particularly long night of comforting, tearful, homesick tweens, I dragged myself into the kitchen for coffee. Two other counselors were already there, surveying the wreckage. A broken window, boxes of food strewn across the linoleum floor, burst bags of hot cocoa mix, and a maze of chocolatey paw prints. We assumed our supplies would be safe from intruders, but the flimsy windows were no match for a hungry bear. That incident was a textbook case of food conditioning, according to wildlife biologist Wes Larson, who researches human-bear conflict. A bear that breaks into someone's campsite now understands that they can get this really calorie-dense food, he explains. It's a huge payoff for relatively little effort, compared to spending hours picking berries. The bear that broke into our camp kitchen was consistently doing a risk analysis, no matter how much... She didn't want to interact with humans. She was too tempted by the reward to stay away. That's when they start doing unberry things, Larson says. In other words, they're starting to get into trouble. <sighs> Nearly every bear at the Grizzly and Wolf Discovery Center in West Yellowstone, Montana, has a similar backstory. The center is a nonprofit educational facility that houses grizzly bears unable to survive in the wild for one reason or another. It is also home to three small packs of captive born wolves a handful of injured raptors, and five American river otters. Injured raptors? Yeah, it says raptors. See, it says raptors. What is this, Jurassic Park? Yeah, I'm pretty sure they're talking about birds. When the wildlife official from anywhere in the American West, Alaska, or Canada has a nuisance grizzly bear and wants to avoid euthanizing it, the GWDC is often near the top of their call list. Unfortunately, due to the center's limited capacity, the answer is frequently that it cannot take another bear. In that case, says Randy Gravett, the WGWDC's container testing coordinator, bears typically have to be euthanized. That's Aww. unfortunate. Coram, a male grizzly bear whose weight fluctuates between 550 and 680 pounds, That's it. Depending on the season, wandered through Gillespie, Montana, checking pouches for dog kibble. Porches for dog kibble. Fish, wildlife, and parks officials trapped him three times before he ended up at the GWDC. Spirit, a female grizzly, couldn't stay away from a golf course in Whitefish. She was relocated six times, once as far as a hundred miles away, but kept finding her way back to that easy source of food before one of her cubs was hit by a car and she was taken to the West Yellowstone facility. Coram, Spirit, and the six other bears that live at the GWDC aren't just wasting away in captivity, though. They have an important jobs to, job to do. They test containers to determine whether they're bear-resistant. Every spring, Gavin brings filled, filling coolers, bike panniers, backpacking canisters, and trash dumpsters sent in by big-name manufacturers like Yeti, Cabela's, Pelican, and Igloo with veggies, dry dog food, fish, honey, and a bear's favorites, peanut butter. Hmm. They don't really like mushrooms or onions, Gavin Gravitt says, adding that the bears will eat just about anything else in their quest to pack in around 15,000 calories per day during the summer, more when they're getting ready to hibernate. Once the containers are full of goodies, Gravit gets them in front of the bears, which poke, prod, claw, bite, smash, and sometimes use what he calls the CPR method, wherein bears place their front paws atop the container and pump, almost as if they're trying to revive the unfortunate object. If the container remains intact in a certain standard, grips, tears, and holes can't be larger than an inch for trash containers, for food containers, it's a mere quarter inch, it gets the bears... Literal seal of approval, a sticker depicting a grizzly head and shoulders, and the product certification number. The GWDC is the only testing facility in the world where products can earn a certificate from the Interagency Grizzly Bear Committee. Yeah. So uh, the bears are uh, helping out their fellow bears by making it so they can't get into human stuff, so they want to not mess with humans as much. Good. Yeah.
1: They could just make it so every... It has a sensor on it, and when it senses bear hair, it just shoots a bear trap at him. Yeah, I guess. All the containers. That'd be a a lot. Bear trap shot.
0: Just sprays mace. Yeah, bear mace. Yeah. Seems like a lot. Seems like a lot of work for Little Payoff.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Well, I'm gonna end this on a scary note. Spooky. Yeah, because it's, you know, Halloween. A Utah. I can't pronounce this country. Uttar Pradesh man. A okay. Uttar Pradesh man stood at one place while taking the support of a pole for seven hours after a, co- a cobra crawled into his pants and fell asleep. <coughs> he had to stand there for seven hours while somebody came to retrieve
0: the cobra. Jesus.
1: Do with all this information as you wish. See ya.
0: Wouldn't want to be ya.
1: You can follow us on Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio,
0: and CastBox. You can also follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Why's That for updates on any new episodes.